traveling, but we are back with the Keeping It Grimy podcast. Um, and I'm going to be super busy this week because I'm recording a couple of episodes all in one block to make sure I make up for the absence. And the first guy, the first guy that we brought down is uh, C4, who happens to be here. We're in Rinse FM Studios. Yes. Backstage at Rinse, backstage. behind the scenes. Yes. Uh, you just done your takeover, promoting yeah. your new EP. Mad. Um, brought a couple of your mates down, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, C4 is going to be my first guest. Jeez. Back into it. Again, we're keeping it Grammy podcast. Um, I have set up a Patreon, by the way, uh, and a donate link. So if you want to help to keep the editing looking sharp and me not fucking up, <laughs> basically, <laughs> so I can get the right people to help and make this look good and make sure everything comes out on time. Mm. Then, or, or if you just like what we're doing, then, yeah, you can drop a little Patreon subscription or a donation on the links which are below on the YouTube video. And if you are happening to only listen to this on Spotify or iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen to, uh, then, yeah, if you go on YouTube and find Keeping It Grimy, there'll be a little link on that as well if you want to support the podcast and you enjoy it. Uh, otherwise, it's completely free and I hope you enjoy the content. But let's get into the conversation. Yes. So we're here with C4. Yes, bro. Uh who is down here for a takeover. He's done, th- what, three hours? Yeah, quick three, well, not even a quick three hours, a long three hours, a but... real three hours. Real three <laughs> hours, bro. Jeez, I don't want to interview you guys that do radio, man. Trust me, it's that's, really that's hard. That's why I don't do no three hours. <laughs> <laughs> bro, so yeah, it was a um, takeover, drive time show, so they yeah. gave me the really, you know what I mean, really good time. Big up Genius, big up Eugene. And yeah, so literally just ran through nonstop C4 tunes because no one else is going to do that. So I just said, I'm just going to, why not in it, bro? They gave me the green light. So I just played back to back to back C4. And then the last hour, we just done the um, set with Manga, Screwfizzer, Romo, and Mr. Manage. We got Mr. Vijay Pandadex. So yeah, man. So what was, like, what was that like for you? Because I know a lot of artists, they kind of do songs and they put them out. And they kind of let them go. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's it. The the record's out now. It's out there in the world and it lives its life. And I know a lot of people that don't even like listening to the old tracks. Do you know what I mean? Because they kind of want to, like, pass that now. Like, obviously, two yeah. hours, you're going to have to go way back to way the essence. back, fam. What's it like so for you just going back through it? Because, obviously, you went through tracks at home, but mm. playing them on the radio is slightly different. Yeah, some tunes, I was looking around like, people feeling this one. You know, when you just look around in the studio, like... <laughs> But um, it was only like the slower ones though, innit? Because obviously the up-tempo ones, I'm just like confident because that's, that's what I do, innit? But then the slower ones now, I was just looking around in the, in the Rinse studio, thinking, oh, what are they thinking? But yeah, now it was, um, you know, sometimes the old tunes, some of them are a bit jarring to play, blood car. You're just thinking, oh, I can do, I can sing a bit better now or I can spit a bit better now or the mix down's a bit dead on that tune there still. So you're comparing it with the newer stuff and it's just like... It's a bit mad still, but yeah, man, I don't really mind. I don't really mind revisiting old tunes. Um, a lot Did of them feel have good though to go back and like, uh, yeah, in a sense, you're kind of, yeah, man, I didn't know what I was doing back then. I know mm. so much more now, but mm. then in a sense, it's like, yeah, man, I didn't know what I was doing back then, but I yeah. know so much more now. Yeah, like, it kind of makes you feel good about with your journey. Yeah, no, definitely. I think the main kind of tunes that I'm proud of are the freestyles. Because that's where I kind of built my name up in Birmingham. Mm. And a lot of them freestyles were kind of like legendary in my city. You know them ones? So when I go back to them, or even when I post them online, people are like, yo, and they tag their friends in there. And they're like, yo, remember that C4 tune? And so it's, it's attached to good memories rather than I'm yeah. just listening to the song. Just like... I'm trying to think, what was the first one that I heard from you? Um, the Predator beat that... <coughs> you know that one? Um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Royal Is that a good impression? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. You s- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Prince. Squeaky thing, the squeaky thing. Well, he butchered your whole, f- uh, your whole record there. But yeah, when was yeah. that? Boy, I played that on Kiss. No way. So that was bro. You, you, that that tune dropped in 2010. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, you was running that probably 2011, I think. That was before Off Track came out. Yeah, but I don't. To be fair, bro, that tune or that lyric or whatever—that's an old. I had that lyric since I like first started MCing, like fifteen, yeah. over fifteen years ago. Man. So it was just like a comeback kind of tune, and like yo, I'm back, boom, 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 because I took a few years out of of music just to focus on like um, college and all of that stuff. You get me? 
So then I thought, let me make a combat tune. And that was my combat tune. Had a music video, all of that. Put it on Channel U at the time. And um, yeah, it's getting supported by DJs like yourself. And um, it's not my favorite tune, but I just know it's an important tune to people because they love that C4, you know what I'm trying to say? So Yeah, it's like, yeah. it was definitely like your signature. Signature, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It was, if you, if you, if you want to know who C4 is, this is who C4 is on yeah. a record. And I think those tracks are really important to they have, are. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone's got that, yeah, man, this is my, this is my introduction to the game. Yeah, tune. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, I did, a, obviously, a podcast with JK, which I think you, you, you caught a bit of as well. Yeah, yeah. And I always find it interesting to, to talk to, to you guys about what it was like coming through because it's a completely different scene. And, yeah, I know you, you men are two hours up the road and... You know, like it's not that far, but it's it's a very like self-contained scene. You know what I mean? Like, so what was it like trying to come through? So with me, I feel like I've had different phases in my career. So the first one was when um, you just first start MCing, bro, and you just you know in your ends and people know your like s like your, your catchphrase or your um you got like a signature lyric, which mine was obviously C four four. Yeah, all right. So that was my lyric. I used to go to like youth clubs and couple clubs when I was like sneak out of the house and that <laughs> and spit that lyric and get reloads. Sorry, mum. Yeah, sorry, mum. And get reloads. And so that was my first kind of stint into music. Then I had the second stint, which was like, but that wasn't outside of Birmingham. That was just literally Birmingham. Everyone knew that lyric in Birmingham. Then I had my second stint, which was like detention. So that was when I was leaving secondary school and I was like the first. If, if you're from Birmingham, you can't really argue. I was, I was the first like MC from Birmingham on TV, bro. Like in okay. our generation, and yeah. that was like a big thing at the time. You get me? So that was like my second stint. So was that like a, a TV show that you were a part S of? Nah. So basically, Detention was a song. So it was like a, it was a competition in schools in Birmingham. Okay. So like I won the competition. Basically, it was like four major schools in Birmingham. Everyone had to um, do like a. Free, everyone had to like do like a set. In, in their school hall, and then um, there was like a judging panel. The explicit was on the judge, judging panel as well. Real? Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, they handpicked me, and they were like, yeah, C4. And then um, we all went, all the MCs that got picked went to the studio. We all made tunes. Like we made about 14 tunes together. And then they picked the best tune to get a music video shot, and Detention was the tune that they picked. So that was like the first kind of entry into like Beyond Birmingham then. So that tune was on TV, like, I was kind of like a mini celeb at the time. Obviously, How I was just leaving school. Times? I was like 16. 15, 16. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was like my first kind of intro um, to outside of Birmingham. And then obviously, you know, the next thing was when I got introduced to yourself in London with Off Track. Mm. So that was like years later. So, yeah, um, I think my journey, bro, I've I've struggled, obviously. you've had I've, I have my struggles and I hear it in the music when I listen back and I'm like, oh, yeah, remember when I was going through that? Um, talking about struggling to get on radio, struggling to um, get support, get shows and whatever. So I've had the, the usual struggles, but I think I think my music's kind of allowed me to do things that other MCs ain't really done or mm -hmm. been allowed to do because of the content and just how it's positive. And, but it's still, you know what I'm trying to say? It's still got yeah. the elements that makes Grime sick or Garage or whatever. So... It's been a it's been a balanced kind of journey to be fair, bro. Mm. It's Sick. been balanced. What about like the the scene in Birmingham for you? Like, how much interaction do you have with that? Because there's been <laughs> a a long history of you know pirate radio in Birmingham, small independent events as well. Like the the YouTube channels are really big uh, for artists coming through in the West Mids in general as well. Like, and of course your brother Predator, uh, who's it's one of the first, um, one of the first producers to really break out nationwide yeah. out of Birmingham uh, as well. I think uh, just in grime, obviously not yeah, amongst yeah, other yeah. sounds. Yeah, um, the scene in Birmingham. I'll be real. People might hate me for saying this, but I don't really feel like there's a scene at the moment. I just feel like there's individuals doing their thing. Okay. Yeah. So basically, is that now or like that's now? From Before, back in the day, yeah. When nah, you were coming, yeah. Through. When I was coming through, there was a scene. You had sets at Oxygen Rooms, which is like 
the equivalent to like a London pirate radio set on the okay. rooftops and all of that. All so right. that's where you went to spray your bars and you would, you know what I'm trying to say, you became seasoned, practice hours and whatever. So if you're a rural MC from back in the day in Birmingham, you definitely went to oxygen rooms in it. So we done our, f our sets. There was, I was in a crew called Ruskin Network at the time, which is just my local um, area. Just a few mates spitting bars, kind of like Meridian. So we was, we was in an area called Ruskin. So we called our crew Ruskin, like Meridian crew did. So we was in our crew and then um, we had like another crew. So the same way like Skepta and Jamie had like Meridian, but it was in Roll Deep as well. We had another crew called Dynamics. So that had like Temper, Little Chopper, some other MCs from Birmingham. So it was like a big unit. All right. um, so yeah, the scene in Birmingham at the time, it was good. Like there was bear crews, bear clashes, like everything was popping. But we still weren't like on radio or whatever, but it was just like Bluetooth and MySpace, them kind of days. So, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where are you guys like recording and stuff? Say that again, sorry. Where are you guys like recording? Are you recording Who's freestyles? Who's we'll in our bedrooms? Now, we was, doing, um, we was doing songs in our bedrooms, bro, right. or whatever studios you could get. Like, man was recording on PC mics and all of that. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but them the little, tunes, them little plastic ones. Little plastic things. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but the tunes still got passed around through Bluetooth and like. It was a big thing. It was a big thing. You you tuned to get well, big thing, but in in the in the time in it, like people were just playing your tunes on the bus. Everyone knew all the lyrics and that in all the areas in Birmingham and like Warsaw, Wolverhampton. You know what I'm trying to say? All the surrounding areas. So it was a it was a growing. I, was I a definitely noticed that. Like when when we start when we started seeing the the like the YouTube freestyle yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, big. Yeah. Like there's all these artists that I'd never really. Heard of because they mm. didn't, they hadn't they hadn't really released music. Nah, you know what I mean, and, and I'm like I'm seeing guys that are <laughs> getting a bag of views, Bare bag views. of views. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is, you see, when that whole transition was happening, like I had already kind of off track had happened, and I was already involved in what was happening in London, and I was on radio, getting radio play and all of that, but. Obviously, in Birmingham and in the other areas, they were like, they wasn't really doing songs. They were just still doing sets and not selling anything. And it was kind of like, everyone's just trying to get their name out there, but it wasn't really thinking long-term. So I think with that, I wasn't really involved in that. Obviously, I seen it, I, I knew what was going on, but like I had already done all of that from back in the day with MySpace and all of that. So it was mad, but I'll be real, you see that time? Yeah, man weren't really rating the YouTube thing that much though because obviously I didn't really see it as a progressive element of music, if that makes sense. It was just kind of like, man are just spraying bars on YouTube, but it's like, where's the songs? What are you doing from there? Like, are you going to be performing YouTube freestyles? You know what I'm trying to say? So for me, it was, it was kind of like I was witnessing what we did, but in a video form. Because we obviously did that with like oxygen rooms and sets back in the day and like MySpace and all of them thing there. So yeah, it was good for them though. Like some some people did break through and do their thing, but I was just like witnessing it the same way you was. So yeah. How much of a difference do you think it had like having a DJ brother or producer brother like in Predator? Did that make a difference to you in your musical career? Like starting out? Starting out, yeah, because... I was in a crew with two producers, so it was Predator, and there was a guy called S-Kid. He doesn't do music anymore, but they were both Nang. Like, they were like two of the best producers, in my opinion, in Birmingham, so they were both in my crew. So when it came to beats, we had bare beats in it. Like, there was no such thing as not having a beat, basically. So that definitely did help, um, and it also helped that my brother was a, a sick DJ from back in the day as well, so when we're doing the oxygen room sets, it will be Predator, on, Predator sorry, on the decks. So um, I didn't really struggle in terms of that side of things, but at the same time, um, it can be a blessing and a hindrance because some people, I, I see how some people say, oh yeah, you're only doing your thing because your brother's predator or your brother's producer. You know yeah, what I'm saying? There's get, always that kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, like yeah. people want to find a way to downplay what you're That's doing what I'm and saying. your achievements. Uh, so it, obviously there's that side of it, but as you just said, like, it is what it is. People are always going to say something. So, one um, of the first people I sort of, first couple of people I think I saw really talking about you was um, uh, Jamie and Shorty, I think. Mad. Um, 
So that would have been like all right freestyle kind of times. Yeah. Obviously, I think Jamie was one of the first people that put me onto onto Preds. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. general. Mm. And I feel like a lot of those Predator beats at the time were really reminiscent of like early Skepta and JME kind of tunes yeah, as well. They yeah, reminded yeah. me, not like the same sounds, but they had like a same kind of energy, energy, like a Meridian yeah. Walk kind of energy. Like, you know what I mean? The bounce was there. So it made mm. sense. But, you know, then I saw them kind of pick up on on you as an MC. Like, what does that mean to you to, to start getting that recognition in London? Because obviously you had your own... Um, your your own scene in in the mids, and you know you you you're relevant there. But really, I always kind of saw people wanting to get noticed and and recognised in in London. Seemed like everything was going on there. Yeah, no, that was bro. That that was crazy. So I think the journey in terms of that predator got noticed first. So I think um, Jamie picked up his. Um, instrumental big walk from a safwan yeah, yeah, freestyle yeah, yeah. yeah so i remember jamie just tweeting predator predator all over twitter you get me so it was mad though because predator was like he was already predator like he didn't have to like go into that space he was already doing beats he like that's that was his life already so when jamie kind of shone um, shined a light on him it was just like yeah i'm predator you know what i'm trying to say so then i remember one time he got invited to um the road deep studio so um, I just, he just said, yo, see you come along. I was like, yeah. yeah, cool, came along. And then he must have had um, the Tropical remix of Off Track. So Off Track hadn't done anything yet. No one knew that tune. So we had a Tropical version of um, Off Track. And then he was just going through beats and he played that one. Then JTK and Target and they were like, yo, go back to that. What was that? So he played it again. And they were like, what's that vocal? And it was like, it's him. Yeah, I was yeah, just sitting yeah. in the corner, bro. Like, you know, just <laughs> like, that, that, that little kid there. So... That was like the first kind of, those are the first MCs that from London that knew, you know what I'm trying to say about yeah. me. And then um, it just started spreading. And then obviously JME, you know what I mean? Like the whole boy better know, like they're, they're, they they knew what was going on as well when I got connected with them. Um, so yeah, bro, that was, that was an amazing time. And I still look back at them days now when I just smile because like you can't relive the moments, you know them ones, but it was just, it was just sick, sick. So you started off like musically on a, well, you started off getting recognised musically on a, a slightly different tip, so it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like the same kind of grimy grime that yeah, a lot yeah. of the Birmingham man were getting noticed because a lot mm. a lot of the grime in Birmingham was getting noticed because it was it was like back in the dating. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, It was yeah, like yeah. that crew, real like road stuff. <laughs> like it was very authentic like yeah. it was on pirate radio in 2001 yeah and i yeah, think yeah. a lot of that energy and a lot of that was was recognized by people in london that kind of missed it mm. because grime in london was going through that phase of oh we need to get daytime playlist yeah, one extra yeah. we want to get signed i've got this single and yeah. single 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 yeah and it was losing a lot of the essence and i feel like a lot of the man from birmingham brought that back yeah. but as you just said you're in that Roll Deep studio and, you know, there's your voice on this. <laughs> we call it tropical, but it, it's basically garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> that's mad when you... Nah, that's, that's mad you just... So you you've just already... Yeah, you've yeah. kind of already always been there, like, because... Mm. Yeah, you, you, did, you did do the, the grimy, grimy tunes and they were probably your first few releases. With the and then you moved into, like, the c forage. How do I pronounce <laughs> that? <laughs> garage. Garage, but yeah, C4 is sort of know how to spell it. <laughs> C4 Rage. There was C4 not rage, rage on there. There was that. no rage. But yeah, like, <laughs> you kind of switched it up off the back of... Yeah. So what was it that made you think, you know what, like, I'm going to go in this direction and, mm. and really double down on it? Because yeah. now I would, I would look at you as more mm. of like a garage vocalist yeah. than a grime MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say that would be a fair appraisal? Yeah, I'd say... Um, I would say that that is a yeah. fair that is a fair statement still. Um, but now you've broken it down like that, I wasn't really thinking about it like that. You know, that's mad. Because even I, I just say the first mate, I'm observing mm. <laughs> the first kind of thing that I got noticed for was wasn't even grime. It was a garage tune, and like okay, this is this is why I kind of doubled down on garage then. So a lot of people loved the hook on off track. That was like the main thing people liked, and. It just got me thinking, like, raw, like, 
I wouldn't even class myself as a singer, but I've done a tune where I'm doing melody and people love the melody. You know what I'm trying to say? And I thought, you know what? You have to kind of go more into that lane and have a balance of um, still spitting bars, but it just being a bit more melodic because that's, that's me anyway, bro. So as you said, I can do the grimy, grimy stuff, but if everyone's doing it, then you're not really going to stand out. Mm. You know what I mean? But as I said, there's a good side and a bad side. Obviously, there's no garbage scene, is there? You know what I'm trying to say? In 2019. Not, not the same as there was. Nah, yeah. not like back in the day. And even if there's garbage stuff happening, it's more like a throwback, reminiscent thing. Yeah, you so have like an old school thing, mm. or you kind of have like this, like bass kind of thing. Bass. Kind of what like Predator's playing. As yeah, well. yeah, like yeah. Like he did yeah. the. Um, uh, George Smith. Uh, nah, before that. Before that. Oh, what's the big remix he did? Oh my God, I'm the worst. Begins with a D. Disclosure. Not the disclosure. Disclosure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah. wicked. Yeah, and I remember. Yeah. Like I, that's a that's a straight up garage. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, EZ yeah. was banging it out. Yeah, and, do you know what I mean? He's mm. getting played in all these different places. So like, kind of both of you are pushing into still that doing version. your music. It wasn't, and that's what I really liked. I really liked that when I see artists going into different lanes, mm. but it's lanes that are still for them. You know yeah, what I mean? Rather yeah, than yeah. like a force rather team. than like RC4's new EPs on a. Afro Bashman <laughs> auto tune thing because that's what's going <laughs> right now nah, and, nah, and nah, I need nah, to make nah. P and I mean, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah and I really I heard you like you said you're 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 doing the melody mm. um, you're harmonizing over tracks as well mm. even in the verses like you're harmonizing and ad libs <laughs> and stuff <laughs> yeah, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought yeah you know what no one's really doing this mm. and we're all trying to find a way how you know uh, what, how can we make grime commercial how can we yeah. make it appeal over here over and here what and, there, yeah. and I feel like you know, what you were doing mm. vocally was something that I'd only really hear maybe like Daneo do. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, like yeah, not really yeah. anyone else. Yeah, that's that's a big compliment, bro. Enough respect. I think, um, yeah, definitely. And Daneo was kind of like the only guy that I can think of that is kind of crossing the whole singing and it does a little bit of MCing, but I see, I see what you, I see what you mean. I just think it's important for me to do my thing on UK beats, bro. Like I love my UK underground music, and like I would do the melody thing, but it has to be that sound. But if it's grime, cool. If it's garage, cool. But you wouldn't really hear me doing a hip hop like trap mm. thing or like a drill thing or a. Um, Afro thing because they're good. Mu it's good music. I listen to it as well, but I just think for me, I grew up listening to UK music, and that that was my influence, and I love it. So, like, I want to have that balance of like the dark bass with the melody, though. It's a nice blend for me. So that's that's um that's my thing, man. That's my thing, still. Yeah, you're kind of bringing like the light with the darkness of the yeah. of the production. You're bringing yeah. the. the the light harmonies and the melodies to it. And I feel it works mm. really well. Like, nah, respect, man. In terms of in terms of live stuff, though, um, how are you finding that? Because you're, I feel like the live scene in the UK is is so trend based. Yes. That like, unless you're on the wave that's in right now. Yes, it's a myth. It's a yeah, myth. Yeah, like people myth. are not really there's promoters are not looking to try new things or different nah, things mm -mm. and there's not enough venues to exactly. uh, provide alternatives as exactly. well so unless you're playing like what's in right now you're making what's in right now it's all everything myth. just reels back what's Literally. it been like for you as you bro you know the thing basically obviously when i when i was the trend the new guy yeah. i was getting bare bookings in it yeah. and i was all up and down the country doing x y and z um but then I've obviously over the years you know, new sounds come in, new fresh artists come in, mm. and then obviously they're gonna be the guys that are getting pushed. And I've been on a few agencies, bro, and it's just like after a while, like there's nothing really. Like they don't know you anymore. They don't know you anymore, bro. And <laughs> <laughs> I've had to have my years of like yeah. understanding what's going on. And then, but obviously, I didn't sit in my house and complain, bro. Mm. What I did is um, I started hosting. So I started hosting like my brother's DJ set. Mm. So. I went with him, done his sets when he was doing, like he was still getting bookings, he's a DJ, he can play what he wants, you yeah. know them ones. Um, so I was just hosting his sets. Um, we done a couple tours. Um, 
So that was my live show for ages. And people hadn't heard me perform my songs for ages because, as you just said, yeah. the bookings are more trend-based. So, um, but obviously, for me, I'm I'm an artist, bro. Like, I'm not a host. So, for me, it was like, yeah, this is cool, but I need to, I can perform as well, bro. Like, it's not like I'm just, like, scared, like, okay, say one word. Like, yeah, I can yeah, perform, yeah, you know yeah. what I was like, that I love performing as well. So, after I've just gone through them whole years of hosting, bro, I just kind of sat down and I said, nah, you know what? I was with an agency before. I'm not going to say names and whatever, but I was with them. And I was kind of like, <laughs> I was with a few. I was with a few. So, the, nah, you know what? The last one I was with was, um, was Earth, I think. Earth Agency. Yeah. So, I was saying like, yo, I need to kind of get my own shows now and not just host. Yeah. And they were like, okay, you need to get like a track list together and get all of that stuff, but that was gas anyway. Like, even when that was the case, it didn't happen anyway. So, I just thought, cool. So, you like, you did that. Did that. Here's the track list. Here's the track list. Let's go. No oh, no, nah, we didn't say that. Yeah, it's okay. yeah, a myth. So, yeah. as, as you say, bro, like, it's, it's, it's the music game. Like, we know what it is, isn't it? So, yeah. what you have to do, you can't complain. You have to just pick up and find how you can do it. And you know what's happened, bro? I've just gone fully DIY now. Fully okay. DIY. Like, I just... No management, no agency, no nothing because how I got here in the first place was because I was using my brain myself and I yeah. weren't relying on no one to, to do anything, bro. So what I've done now, I went to I went to Texas this year, South by Southwest. It kind of refreshed my mind, new mindset. So bro. how did that come about? Was so that through Arts Council? Or yeah, so basically what happened was... Big up the Arts Council. Big up the Arts Council. I dropped Block and Delete last year. Yeah, that was wicked as well. I really nah, enjoyed that. It's nice, man. nice to get that back from you as well. Because yeah, it's kind of like that, a... That raw element yeah, straight yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. No, no thrills, just yeah. energy. So I dropped that tune last year. And then I got a call from my ex-music manager... He lives in he Jamie. Lives in Jamie Jordier, yeah, man yeah, like yeah. Jamie. Man like Jamie. He video, he video called me actually. He just video yeah, called me. He loves a FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, and it's mad actually because um, literally, I think it was a couple hours before the day before me and Bass Boy were just talking, and then I was I saying love to Bass Boy as well. <laughs> yeah, he's a Bass Boy is my favorite <laughs> on Twitter. He is my favorite Boy, on Twitter. He's just he, real. Unfiltered. He exposes <laughs> all of the fuckery <laughs> in music on Twitter, bro. Baseboy, if you don't follow him, I don't even know <laughs> how you do the eights and eight, the eight a double s b o y. If you got baseboy, baseboy, bro, bad man. But yeah, sorry, carry on. So we just on the like we have these talks all the time, bro. So we just on the phone, and I must have I swear I mentioned Jamie Jodo or said something about America or something like that. Yeah, my man's FaceTiming me, and I I hadn't spoken to Jamie Jed. In like a year. That one came out of the universe. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, came out of nowhere. I was just like, rah. I said, I was just talking about you. He was like, bro, I'm in Miami right now. Man's playing block <laughs> and delete. <laughs> like, man's playing block and delete. Like, and he's just showing him himself with his, with his bedroom. You know, yeah. the American grime lot. Like, yeah. He was with, he was with um, Jumanji from there. Yeah. And he was in the airport like, yo, man's here. Like, block and delete's going off. Then he was like, yo, I'm doing I'm doing a um, showcase at South by Southwest yeah. next year. I want you to perform. Yeah. So then obviously I was like, yeah, man's good, man's good, man's good. So um, I was thinking, yeah, cool. South by Southwest, thinking about it, boom, boom, boom. I was meant to get my funding through PRS. Yeah. Didn't happen for whatever reason. Okay. It just got lost in transit. I don't know what happened, bro. I ain't going to put no one under the bus, but it didn't happen. So I had to go through Arts Council. Yeah. And I had to apply myself. And it was a headache, but... We managed to do it that way, yeah. and yeah, got got to um, experience America, which was like life changing. It's bro. weird, and it's South by Southwest is crazy because it's crazy. like a, it's a festival, basically on the high street. Literally, it's just a strip. Just a strip. Like, you know when you go away to Napa or like yeah. Magaluf for that, you got the strip. That's yeah. basically what South by Southwest That's is, but with less shots and fish bowls. Literally, and it's like. It covers like a large area though. Like yeah. you have to travel to different places, and it's crazy. It's crazy, but, but yeah, it's a ton of pop up like performances. Yeah, yeah pop up. But it's weird because you can be across the street from like the Apple Music Showcase yes. with Lana Del Rey, yeah, yeah. and Rick Ross there. Literally, and yeah. you're literally across the street from them. It's mad. Doing and a grime set or yeah, whatever, you know, spraying ones. your heart out. And <laughs> Which was the case. Yeah. You get so me? Shout out to Frisco. I think the Den. It was the Den. The Den, yeah. yeah, yeah. Frisco put on his event. Um, I think it was in conjunction with Jamie Judd. Yes. They both yeah, yeah, teamed yeah. up and whatever. So, yeah, yeah that was... Um, that was we went out there together, I think, three years ago. Yeah. Me, yeah. Fris, 
Um, Safwan was, Saf yeah, was yeah, out yeah. there, and then Rudes was out there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Seen that, and yeah, from there, was like so that that's how the link up all came around. Continued. Yeah. Obviously, Frisco's brand, the Den, has been putting on events yeah, consistently, consistently. Yeah, bringing yeah, artists yeah. through as exactly. well, not just like raves and whatever. Nah, he's nah, done artists, the yeah, so like a real showcase. It made sense for him to go out there and do that, and it was exactly. wicked. Um, yeah. But you, so you come back. You yeah, came so back from Austin, Texas. Fresh mind, all of that. Me and Jamie Jed had our like talks and that, and he was just saying, "Yo, you need to be doing more and." You know what I mean? So I just said, you know what, bro? I'm taking these limits off my mind now. Like, all oh, this, oh, you, you ain't got a big tune or you ain't got this and you ain't got that. I thought, nah, but I've done years in the game. People yeah. like my music. You know what I mean? Let me come back and let me do my own show now, bro. Forget it. So I'm doing my first headline show um, in Birmingham, Love July that. 25th. Bad man. Respect, bro. So I've put on my own show, like... Not relying on no one, bro. I'm just doing it myself now. So you did your own listening party thing. Did my own listening party um, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So that went very well. Which Big I was up. meant to go to, but I flopped. Ah, it's cool. If it happens, when it happens, man. Yeah. I don't think there was any London man up there still. <laughs> I try so and come to them things. Now nah, you did. You did. Now nah, you did. You I did, come you to. Um, I went to Saf's thing. You know the thing that he live streamed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, made yeah, a point yeah. Of coming to that. I like to come and try and represent when I know like people are doing Trying things off do. their own yeah, back yeah, as well. Yeah, Especially yeah. that like, mm. it's always nice when like you go to the the headline show at the O2 yeah. Academy yeah. or whatever, mm. the big commercial thing. But mm. when it's people doing stuff off their own off back, their own I back. think it's that's the most important time. Yeah. I, I I definitely like what you said as well about um you know taking these limits off because yeah. you, you brought up a really good example of um, dealing with the agency yeah. and that's just one example of it but yeah. people will impose these like terms and conditions on yeah. you and you start to believe them yeah. like oh yeah well you need you, you need, need a release yeah oh you need a big <laughs> single oh you need a, a, a promotional campaign Literally. you need you need all this stuff mm. and really at the end of the day like, so, uh, all the people they're fucking with don't have all that. Don't have all they of that, They just have yeah. a one big tune that's popping. And yeah, most yeah, yeah. of the industry is definitely based around, like, people just follow... They're just following what's going on already going in, yeah. and making it look like they can make things happen. But yes. these things are happening anyway. Exactly. And it's really important, definitely, to sort of take take, all of take that things. weight off your shoulders, yeah. them limits out of your brain. Yeah. All of these things that people are telling you, oh, you need this, you need that. Mm. Definitely take it on board because they're good to have. But, mm. yeah, man. You like definitely You can definitely to get head topped into thinking, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I, I can't do this. Oh, I need that person to yeah, get me yeah, to yeah, do oh, that. That's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. I need someone I need else someone to get else. this. Yeah. And I was thinking that for years, bro. Because even this whole, like, you need a manager. You need this, you need that. And it's good to have these people. Don't get it twisted. It is good. But if you solely rely on these people and just the whole industry way of doing things and just that way of thinking, bro, you're just going to get lost in the matrix, bro. And you're just going to think, oh okay, I can't do that because I need to chase this hit now. I need to make this big tune. I need to make this. If I was thinking like that, bro, I'd be thinking, yeah. Everyone says to me, oh, C4, you do melodies, you do an Afrobeats tune or whatever. <laughs> so that would be me, bro. And I'll, I'll just be like fully in like, yeah, Afrobeats or, you know what I'm trying to say? But bro, I'm telling you, like there's bare examples. You see people popping up, doing different things to what's actually in and they're successful with it. But it takes a lot of hard work, as you know, Logan. So I'm at that stage now. It's kind of like a reset, but it's good because I'm going to reap the rewards of putting in that extra work and learning and networking with people directly. You get what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, man, that's that's important still. It's important. One of the people that um, I think you probably will have a lot of common with then, um, not stylistically or you know directly musically in common, but... Um, you actually had him on your show today. It was Manga. Manga. Because he also spent a lot of time going around with Target. Yeah, yeah, Target, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hosting on the sets. Yep, yep. Making his own music yep. kind of in his own lane, but yes. not really getting the love and support yeah. that maybe some other people were getting. Yeah. Maybe his music at the time wasn't what was in yeah. then as well. Mm. And he, I've definitely seen him do all of this, go out, you know what, I'm getting my own team together, yeah. I haven't got management, I haven't got agency, mm. haven't got representation, I've just mm. got creative people around me. Yes. And 
you know, fuck it, I'm going to do my own headline yeah, show. Yeah, and if 20 yeah. people come, they come in it, but them 20 people are going to have the wickedest time. And then literally, it might be 25 next the time. Next time, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, if it people show me love for something, then I'll give them more of that. Exactly. And you know what, bruv? Like, we've all kind of missed that, the, the don for that. Mm. The absolute champion for that, mm. JME. Bro, I thought he was going to say that person in the first place. JME. But see, JME, bro, he is like a superhuman. Like, he's a creative person that's also organized. Yeah. That's mad. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> like a unicorn. Bro, that's like, that's, that's a shiny that's Pokemon. A <laughs> that's why, like, I can just leave it there. Like, he's yeah. a creative guy that's organized. And so he's just smirking. He can just smirk anything, bro. And, Jeremy can no walk into a studio yeah. with a laptop with nothing on it. Yes. Come out of that studio with a fully finished fully, record. Fully finished record. Yeah. And then win r- <laughs> then then ring one man up, Matt Walker. Yeah. And then that's the whole campaign. That's it. And he I'm doesn't need anyone else other than Steve Crane at the distribution place. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. And all he's th- all Steve Crane is doing is Making sure the record comes out on the day that it's supposed to. Mad. Other than that, Jamie's doing the artwork. Artwork, yeah. He's doing the promo videos. Yeah. He's doing the images. Yeah. He's done. He's produced a lot of the beats. Yeah. If he wants to, he could produce every beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he's yeah. written the lyrics. Literally, yeah. You know, he's voiced it himself. Like he's capable of doing that, and yeah. he's not reliant on anyone Nobody, else. Nobody. Anyone that he brings into the project is by choice. Yes. And I think that's a really strong position to be in. Exactly, and he's successful from it, and yeah. people people love Jamie because. And he doesn't need to be successful to a point of like. I number one, number one album, yeah, and I yeah, need a yeah. tour around here. What he's doing is just self-sufficient, and it just runs itself. Because there's not a lot of people involved. Literally, yeah, you yeah, ain't got to yeah. pay twenty man. Nah, nah, nah. You ain't nah. got to pay a stylist. You ain't got to pay nah. this person and that person to do all these things for him that he's willing to do for oh, himself, bro. And that's what I don't know how long that even lasts anyway. When people have all these people that like the stylist and the this and the that, and you know what I mean? How long does that? Actually, last for some people, let's let's be honest. For mm. some people, it lasts a long time. Yeah, for yeah, some yeah. people, that works really, really well. Yeah, right? true, 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 but true. For me, I think the fact that Jamie's doing this and he's successful doing it, yeah. And then you're seeing more and more people going right. I'm just going to be self-sufficient, self-sufficient, DIY, Literally. and that's going to work for me. For me, I think having that alternative. Yeah. When so many men were running around like, I need a deal. I need a literally, distribution deal. Literally. I need a label deal. I need I'm, a management. I, I need an agent. Yeah, like that's all. I don't even care about all of that anymore, bro. Yeah. I literally couldn't like before. It was like, oh yeah, you need. Do you need that? But now it's I don't, bro. I don't care. When I see people signing deals, when I'm you like, thought you needed that, did you mm. know why you needed it? I'll be real. I just thought, oh yeah, you sign a deal. To have. Thing to have. Thing to announce. Yeah. Looks good. That's it. Get a bit of money. You know what I mean. I mean, I've done one or two things, but that was that was it wasn't anything major. I've done, I've had a few situations with labels, but for me, bro, like, there's no better feeling than owning everything that you've done. And as you said, Jamie can go into a studio, make this, make that. Like, no one owns Jamie's, and that's there's power in that because after you can do X, Y, and Z with it. So, yeah. literally, so with with um myself as well in terms of being self-sufficient. Um, I think the next area I need to kind of go into, which we were speaking about earlier, mm. I want to kind of get my videos like fully self. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna invest in a camera and I'm gonna get into that area what as well. You're gonna shoot your own videos. Yeah, me and my bedroom, we're just gonna, we're okay. just gonna do that now. Yeah, well, we're your, just gonna, your, your friend that was here. Yeah, today? my friend, big okay. up to Ray. So we're just gonna do our thing because um, we've been shooting our own videos, but mm. with other people, external people coming in, yeah, and we shot block and delete. Block and Delete remix and Too Relaxed last year. Mm. Like, just us, like, just, you know what I'm trying to say, doing our thing. I'm not an engineer, I can't mix down my stuff. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not a big producer. I've done well, one. You know what? If you need to, like, you can, you can, you can ring the brother up. Mate. Yeah. The thing, you have the people there. Yeah, I've got people there for need advice. On it, but I'm not mean? reliant on it. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I hate asking people for help because. I don't want to bother anybody, yeah. you know the ones. So I love to uh, kind of just get up and and I love I love working, I love getting up and and um, just working and well working on things that I love. Obviously, I don't. Just I think that's a really healthy attitude to have, man. Like mm. just hard work yeah. because you can have a great idea and just let it sit there because you at the moment I can't do it how I imagine it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to do it to the best of what you can today. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Don't think. 
oh, tomorrow, uh, if I can get higher, then it's like, you have to work with what you can. Like, yes. I am sitting in a room with you with a wireless mics that I happen to be Bad able boy. to buy myself. Bad boy. We've got two cameras set up. Like, I'm going to take this home. I'm going to edit it. Jeez. Do you know what I mean? And I know you, you know. love that as well. Like, you... Do you love doing that? Like not every day. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I don't always <laughs> love it, but let's be real. We don't. You don't always love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, I'm passionate true, true. about it. I'm it's super passion, passionate yeah, about it. You wouldn't be doing and it. And I could be waiting. Like I could wait and think. Yeah, man. I wanted to do a show in like a nice studio room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. you know, have the couch yeah, and the video yeah, yeah. screen in the background with mm. the keeping it grimy imagery <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? And it's a white infinity wall, and we've got the big studio grade cameras, and it's gonna look sick and everyone's going to be gassed by it. We, mm. you know i don't have that but yeah. what i do have is i've got i've got a dslr yeah. and i've got a little vlogging camera and you've got and relationships got with people as well that you can use and you yeah. can you can get access so other people can get access to studios cool but yeah. like i feel the content but yeah. at the end of the day as well this is a podcast too yeah yeah like yeah. i i think it's important to have video i think mm. video is essential in this day and essential. age sure because people need stuff they to be able to, to see. see yeah but a lot of people will just play it as a podcast yeah. And like the quality of the content is what's important. Like j the JK episode went out. Yeah. And I fucked that up royally. Mm. Like the autofocus was on. It was skitting out for whatever oh, reason. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you watch through the episode, it's like mad blurry, whatever. Some but you know what? Yeah. The conversation's priceless. Yeah, that's more important. And I seen like that. The conversation that me and JK had, you can't, you, you won't, you won't have that with nah, someone else. Exactly. And I seen that, and I thought, who cares? I just carried on watching it. Yeah. You know the ones, and I was just more interested in the conversation and. People that people that are interested in what you're doing, yeah. they're not gonna care either. They're just gonna watch it and like, oh yeah, cool, happens, continue. And I'm always striving to improve. Yeah, yeah. Never yeah, be yeah. content, but like I'm not there yet. But, but you I'll work with what I can. And that's exactly. a great example for everyone else to follow as well, man. Exactly. Like, and people love to see the journey. Trust. Like people love to be like, you know what? I knew this guy when he was just recording on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> was like, How many, there's bare YouTubers like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I knew this guy when he was just doing videos, selfie mode, running around with an iPhone and exactly. uploading and stuff. Exactly. I knew this guy when he was playing games on PS4 and streaming with PS4 share and a little dead out camera. Literally. I knew him back then. Mm. I knew that guy when he was shot in mixtapes <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the yeah, ends yeah, yeah. on white labels. Literally. Like, we've, we've all known that guy. Yes. And that's how you build your base. Yeah, that's how me. you build your base. So And when you are that guy, mm. that's when you don't really need people. You just need Facts. your fan base. You need your fan base. It's like a big family. So that's what I've learned, man. It's all about growing your community. And it starts from the home. That's why I did my first listening party in Birmingham. Yeah. Invited all my like closest industry friends, family, you know what I'm trying to say. And whoever could come came, but it was still it was still really special because you know what I'm trying to say? It was that core. And um, I just think it's important to show love back to your core. And then you keep building. And you know what I mean? That's I think that's really important. Trust. So the new thing. Yes. Caramel. Yes. Have you got a notepad at home with all the words written down that you can swap C4 out for and make a title out of? Nah, but imagine this one just came by chance, you know? Yeah. Literally like... I think I think it was actually my missus that said, "Oh yeah, you can put the C4 in there." Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. That's why she's the missus. Yeah, that's why she's the missus. You get Wicked. me? So that name's Gast. Nah. Works wicked. <laughs> it works good. So I've obviously not heard it yet because I flopped on the listening oh, party. Oh, But what can we expect? So what's the vibe? Um, the vibe is straight garage, but not just like, you know, your typical garage trying to make, you know what I mean? Mm. People like make like a commercial garage tune with the yeah. Simpson. There's, there's all different types of elements on there. So we've got the first tune, which is called Truth. That's produced by me and Sticky. It's actually triplets Jeez. four. Triplets four, you know, the beat is triplets four. The first tune on the EP is produced by Sticky and it's triplets four. Triplets four. So start as you mean to go on. How many yes. tracks are on the EP? Five. Five, okay. Five tunes on there. All right. So. <laughs> yeah, What's so. next? So the next tune is produced by Stimpy. So you guys remember Screwface and Stimpy yeah, from back wicked. in the day? Yeah, He's back around, man. Back around, yeah, he's doing his thing. I think he's got a, well, he's got a beat on P Money's new album yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah definitely. man. Definitely. He did I'll the garage thing on. Um, on P Money's project. P Money's thing, yeah, yeah, yeah Money yeah, over yeah, everyone yeah. free. I can't remember the name off the top of my head because there's like eighteen tracks on that project, yeah. but that is it is wicked, sick. And I was happy to see that because me and Stimpy have been working for years, and 
we've both had these conversations where we're like, oh, we want to quit our jobs and just do music full time. Mm. So it's good to see him get a, like a big cut on a big album. You know what I mean? So big up Stimpy produced that. Then track three was Autumn, also produced by Stimpy. Track four is Leave, produced by me and Bass Boy. We got Bass Boy again. Right. And um, track five is Like, produced by Stimpy as well. Wow, so Stimpy. Stimpy produced most work of it. On this. Yes. So what happens is I. That's interesting for me. Like, mm. you made a garage project. Yeah. There's not much of a garage scene, and if there is, mm. it's kind of spread out. Yeah. And I wouldn't know where to go to yeah, find to it. Find so it. You've kind of gone back to your roots, old school, yes. and linked up with Stimpy. Yeah, you know, Screwface and Stimpy. If you were around in MSN Messenger <laughs> days and MySpace days, you'll definitely remember their stuff. Exactly. Obviously, Screwface has stayed around yep. as an MC, Screwfizer. and Stimpy, yep. Stimpy's back. Yes, uh, and making beats on projects. So, mm, how did man. that come about? Like, so I can't remember when me and Stimpy first linked up, but it was years and years and years ago. And um, we've done, we've released a couple of tunes before, well, one tune before, which is Undefense with Scoof, Scoofzer. Okay. Yeah, 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 so yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, was yeah, bad that as well. Yeah, now respect. So we've done, we done that tune, but we've been sitting on tunes and the way I work, bro, I will go in studio and I will make the beat and I'll make the demo and have it all there. And then um, I will know which producer to kind of holler to remake the beat or to, you know what I'm trying to say, put okay. their stamp on it. So Stimpy was that guy for a lot of the EP. So a lot of the tunes he reproduced or he just... Oh, so you've laid down like demo versions of the... Yeah, I've laid down demo versions of everything. Literally every single tune I do, that's how I work. So you're a sly producer? I'm a sly <laughs> producer. I didn't know that. I'm not going to lie, I didn't know yeah. that. So um, Triplets 4, like I produced half of it. With, with, it's yeah. literally Sticky times C4. Yeah. It's not just a Sticky production, it's Sticky times C4. And the one with Bass Boy. Mm. Like, so yeah. I've been doing that like my like my whole career basically. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, learn something every day. Yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, the EP. I've had a lot of great feedback, um, which is all always nice to hear. Like you like your music, but when people like it back, then it just means a bit more and. I always revisit tunes that people like and I think, oh, why did they like that one? And I listen back to it and I enjoy it more now because oh that person, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, man, it's a it's a good it's a good it's a good project for summer. Um if we ever get one. If we ever get one. And <laughs> I, I do feel like because you're not really getting much garage nowadays or this kind of sound, I think it will last long. You know what I mean? I reckon you could go back next year and next summer and listen to the EP and still feel like, you know mm. what I mean? Still play it. So, yeah, I'm really confident with this project. One more thing I'll say as well. Um, as you said, bro, we both know the game's changing. There's different um, methods that everyone's using. We've got this whole streaming era now and, you know what I mean? YouTube's a big thing and yeah. all of this stuff. So, I know visuals are really important yeah and i think one thing that i missed the trick over the years is i didn't shoot much videos mm. for songs um so the whole project i shot a video for all five tracks, all five tracks. and is that self-funded or have you had support from self-funded well? okay yeah 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 yeah. so That's literally expensive, boy. yeah now nah, literally um was that with your brethren again it's me and my brethren so okay. basically there was a guy that goes to my church yeah he just hollered my mom said oh i want to i want to help c4 i want to shoot some video Wicked. videos for him and yeah we yeah. just said oh let's crack on um, so me and my missus wrote video treatments, me and Teray, me and just me and my friends basically, we got Nelson as well. And yeah, we all just came together. We all just kind of said, we're going to shoot here. We're going to um, get this location. We're going to go to this venue, speak to mm. them. Boom, boom, boom. And yeah, the whole videos, everything like cost nothing. Yeah. Cost nothing. Oh, so for real? Yeah, for real. Then, um, but obviously... It's not like a thing where you can just continue doing that. It's just like a project thing. Like, okay, mm. we're going to work on this project and that's it. So yeah. for me, I want to kind of go into the video side of things. So I'm, I'm, my next investment is going to be a camera, like a good video okay. camera. I'm going to learn how to edit as well. Mm. I want to just, because I'm really hands-on with everything I do, bro. Like seriously. So I just think, um, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm going off track. But <laughs> off track. But so... <laughs> Sometimes he gets back on though. But then I get back on. So, yeah, as I was saying, visuals are important. Video for every tune. 
and it's like a story. So okay, so yeah, they're all linked. All linked. All linked. So I like that. I like and that. And they drop in every single week. So the first video is dropping um, Sunday. I don't know when this is gonna get released. So this will be out. The video will be out now already. So okay, this yeah. will come out. Today's Monday. Hello. Video when out you're now. watching the videos out right True now. Video out right Where now. can they catch the video? SPTV. So SPTV is okay. hosting all the videos. Big up oh, SPTV yeah. for supporting. So yeah, man, that's that's what we're doing, man. Different rollout, but hopefully people see it. Yeah. I tried a couple of different things rolling records out. Like I did a project with uh, Monkstar and Cherie, and they got all the videos shot all in one go, and um, we dropped them like all in one. Together. Oh, like yeah, all at the same time. Mad. So drop the EP and the videos. And the videos. How much videos were there? Eight. Raw. So yeah, eight videos yeah. on the same eight day. Eight videos all together. Sick. So you just take in the whole project. However yeah, you want. that's sick actually. Mm. But I feel like, you know, these days you're just not in control of whether or not it's no. successful. There's so many other people that like are, like hold the keys to whether you get into certain places. Yes. And even then, like you get into certain play on certain playlists, yeah. on certain shows, mm. on certain channels. It doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't you're gonna mean be it's going to be successful. Well. Yeah. But like, you know, we tried something different. Yeah. And the videos did quite well. I think they've all got like four thousand, five thousand views. Which That's is good. Yeah. Which is decent. Yeah. Still. yeah. Um, shout out to Bipolar Spider. I think he's a wicked director. Yo, I've been seeing his stuff. He's really yeah, he sick. He just did the the Waterboy video for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which. You know, we literally Clean. done the same thing. We drove around for like two, three days. Yeah, yeah. Um, shot the video, bare different locations. Mm. Uh, and, you know, he worked really hard. Mm. Um, we pulled it together for a good budget. Mm. And, um, yeah, man, it turned out wicked. We're really happy with it. Sick, so, man. yeah, it's definitely about finding the right people <laughs> and grafting it out. Literally, but yeah. Yeah, different rollouts, man. You have mm. to just keep trying and experimenting and... And seeing what your fans like. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? And I think even you saying that now, like I didn't even know that you dropped yeah. eight videos on there. But even saying that. <laughs> you know that, I was trying to do like a Beyonce thing. <laughs> you know, she dropped the whole album all in yeah. one go. Because I thought, look, if you're like Monkstar for me is he's like, he's legend, a Lang lyricist. Legend, legend. But people, if you know, you know. Yeah. But everyone else doesn't know. That's and again, thing, what yeah. he's doing is not really like on trend. No, it's so not. So I felt not. like if we drip feed the videos out, yeah. it just won't be enough. To yeah, get to get the intention. So here's yeah. all, all of them of in them one go. And learn monster. And just understand learning. that man's serious. Yes, Here's, the, here's yes. all the, the whole thing in one go. Yes. And yeah, man, like hopefully he follows it up and does more. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, you have to do these kind of things. It's almost like, you know, when you build a house. Yeah. And you kind of have to put the bricks in the foundation. Yes. When the house is finished, you don't see them bricks in the foundation. They're covered up. But the house would not be there without them. And I feel like you have to be willing to do a lot of work that will go unseen and unrecognized until the point that it does get recognized. And like, if you maintain that work, you'll be used to it anyway. And you'll get the results. And you'll get the results. And I've seen that happen with so many different people. Um, being consistent, even you mentioned JK before. Um, I remember me and JK did a show years ago, and at that time, like, I was the one with, like, you know, what I'm trying to say in Birmingham, I had like, everyone was doing their thing in Birmingham, but everyone was kind of on the same level, and you know what I mean? But then um, I remember I just didn't quit music, but I kind of slowed down, and I got a um, part time job, yeah. and I was trying to, t- like, battle with uni and just live stuff, you know what I mean? And it kind of took me like a step backwards in a sense. Um, but different people in Birmingham, like JK, you had Lotto Boys, different people, and they remained consistent. And then, because Lotto Boys were on that show as well, they weren't known then. But then I saw like they continued doing their work and they just went for it and turned their dreams into a reality. And it inspired me because I was just thinking, you know what, see, like, like that's the key you need to just continue being consistent if the music's good it will cut through and people will support it so as you said bro once you're in that mentality of working really hard once it is your time or your time again then you know what i mean it will happen so that's th- i really believe that will that will happen with myself as well so yeah man so i have this thing that i ask everybody on the podcast now i'm going to try and make sure that i remember to ask everybody yeah broke for grime ah uh, this is uh, when I watch your thing, Rob, I love this question, you know, I'm like, oh, what is I your this best one? memory 
of like what's the what's the brokest you've ever been for crime? Oh, what's the maddest thing you've done when you were broke to continue doing music? Bro, oh to make this music dream stay alive. There's been so many moments, bro. <laughs> I ain't past that point yet where you're rich from music. So there's been so many points. Oh man. I'm trying to think. Um Damn, what's you know what, judgment memory, what's some examples you've had, bro? Because then I might think of something. I can't think of something just off the bat like this. Uh I was trying to think like <laughs> just like some something super reckless that you know you'd never normally do, but you had to just do it at the time. Small crimes. Oh we like we like a bit days. of a petty theft and uh oh my trespassing. Or just just anything mad that you've done just to make sure that music happens. Oh man. Well, yeah. Um this isn't the maddest thing, but um I mean I understand if you can't Oh yeah, so okay. recently, 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 recently. So the Texas thing, bro, I literally to get over there, bro, like arm and a leg thing still. Um, and electing because the arts council money didn't come through. Okay. I'm working full time with music. You get me? I'm up. I ain't made it yet. So that was literally taking a gamble, took the risk, spent. You know, what I'm trying to say arm and a leg to fly over there and do my thing, and then they sent the money afterwards to reimburse me. So that was a that was a mad thing. Still, that isn't the maddest one, but it's just the most recent one that I can think of. So okay. for me, bro, there's no such thing as. Um, there's no such thing as spending too much money to invest in your career. And like I've I've gone broke for crime <laughs> <laughs> several times. Several times, bro. Several times. I think P Money's got a lyric here on his I album. Love that where, tune. Yeah, where he says, uh, what do you know about <laughs> getting a hundred pounds for a show and it costs seventy to get <laughs> I've done That's facts. I've done pretty much everything on about grinding. Everything. Bear man in the game, listen to about grinding, <laughs> and for yes, <laughs> yes, preach, preach. Definitely big up P money, big, big up, up filthy P. gears, because yeah, that, that is a, that oh, is a, that is the gospel. Gears, filthy gears produced that beat. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, big him yeah, up, yeah, still yeah, big him yeah, up, man. Yeah, trust, yeah, man. Trust. Nah, that's that's a that's a that's a chew tune, literally, bro, literally. So. Yeah, man. It's worth it in the end, though. It's going to be worth it in the end. We'll get there, bro. <laughs> You're there ready, bro. Man. It's just, yeah. The Rolex. The Rolex iPhone watch. Bro, I've got an Apple Watch <laughs> with a 25. You can get this. You can get the steel bracelet for £25 on Amazon. <laughs> the Apple one's four bills. Uh, wow, wow. The Amazon one's score wow, five. Wow. Fake wow. stunting. Do you know what I mean? It's all good. I ain't yeah, got any man. kids that I know of. Um... <laughs> And yeah, my bills are low, thankfully. No yeah, pets. Man. I don't smoke, drink, or do yeah, drugs. Same, so same, same, same. I ain't got a lot to spend it on. So exactly. it's crepes. Yeah. <laughs> crepes is why I spend my Bro, money. Bro, these crepes, are, you can't even see them on the. Can you? Fresh. Straight out of the box. They're you definitely not. They're a good few years old <laughs> still. But it's get all them cleaned though, still. But yeah, yeah man. Why? Mm, Thank you very much one. for talking to me, man. Thanks. I appreciate Thanks it. All the best for the EP. Um, when's it coming out? Do you have a release date for it? So it's out already. Oh, oh no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Send inbox, Logan. So how Logan treats me. No, you didn't. See Check it in, but it's in the spam. <laughs> spam. He's checking now. He's checking now. He's checking now. Right now. Because I definitely have Logan. Top of the top of the email DJ list. You know, top of the top of the list. Uh, 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 uh. You sent it to me on the weekend, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was running events. I was running events all weekend. Nah, see, he's got it now anyway. Hold so my hands we'll up. Check it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on he point. Did send I'm it on to point. Me. Yeah, man. Sorry, it's out right now. It's I'll put a link. Right I'll definitely put a link in the thing. <laughs> that is cool. I'll definitely so put a link because this is what I'm saying. We're doing five videos because yeah. we're gonna hit them every single week. So if you don't know it's out. Then you know it's out. You know what I'm trying to say. You so have to. Have to. You have to do that, mm. bro. I'm on Twitter as well. I haven't seen you. That's what I'm spamming saying. Spamming it. Tweet That's more yeah. about the EP. <laughs> I've not seen the artwork I know, yet. No, I know. I need to go back, like back in the day, and just spam everyone, like retweet <laughs> everyone, yeah. like comments and compliments, Literally. do all that shit, bro. Yeah, man. So yeah, the EP's out right now. Wicked. Caramel I'll definitely EP. put a link to that in the description on the YouTube Respect video. Brother. And let me put a link to the new video as well. Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely, man. Thank you so much. My G. I appreciate it. Uh, and I'll I think I'm in the country for your, your show. When is yes. it? Yes, 25th of July. 
Here and Hounds, Birmingham, 25th of July. Thursday. That's on a Thursday, yeah. yeah. Blocking that in in my calendar right now. My G. C4 headline show. Jeez. That's an announcement, you know. No one don't know that yet. You know, no? this is this is an announcement. Breaking news. Breaking news. When the tickets on sale? Um ooh. Should I say it? Should I, should I, I might as well just say it in it for yeah. a while. 20th of June. Okay. Was it now? 12th. We're recording this on the 12th. This will go out on the what? Doing bare mental gymnastics right now. Bare mental. So Thursday. Thursday. Next week. So tickets will be on sale on the Thursday after you've watched this episode. Exactly. Nice. I'll be sure to retweet that and post it out. My G. Thank you, bro. A couple of clips up on that as well. Yes. Yes. But yeah, that's it for the podcast this week. Thank you very much. Um, we're going to be hitting up some more episodes and really try and making up for the slack for the yes. ones that I missed out. I do apologize. Yes. Um, and yeah, as I said, we've got a little donation link. So if you want to donate anything to keep the podcast rolling, keep the lights turned on and that, the editing suite. We don't want to be broke for grime anymore. Trust donate. Me. <laughs> like, just to, just to, like, you know, a little bit. And we've got Patreon as well, subscribers. We're going to start doing bonuses and all that sort of stuff uh, for the subscribers and the Patreons. We start unlocking special content, outtakes, all that stuff. It'll be good fun. Definitely want to see outtakes with these podcasts as well. Um, but yeah, that's it. If you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or any podcasting app, then you can watch these Jeez. on YouTube. And if you're watching them on YouTube, then they're on Spotify and podcasting apps. So... You can listen to them whilst you're on your commute. Don't have to see my beautiful face and my <laughs> amazing guests looking super swagged out in Jeez. their tracksuits and that. Come on. What's that little coogee? Oh, allow it, Logan. Allow it. <laughs> looking like Biggie. The Biggie tracksuit joints. They got Puma. They got Puma. But yeah, Trust man. Trust me. That's it for us today. Thank you very much for joining us. Always keep it grimy. Cheers. Bless.